0: what's up everybody welcome in to another edition of sspn post-game you see ethan's hat i got the devin vassell shirt on my hat's back there somewhere um but i just felt like rocking the hair today i guess Ethan. Mm. am i a bad host did. for that no not at all Am my bad host for not wearing it every
1: <laughs> no not at all oh you froze on me you okay, still there
0: we good you hear me I can hear you now. Yeah, we're good. We're We're back. (laughs) You froze on my end, but it was probably me. Anyways, um, tough loss for the Spurs tonight, Ethan. I wish I had more enthusiasm tonight, but tonight kind of just felt inevitable. We'll get into the game flow here in a second, Ethan, but I'll just kind of give you my overall thoughts to start Mm. this. Even when it was close, I just felt like it was because the Heat weren't executing and I mean, I, w- I wish I could dive into it more than that. But honestly, that's that's kind of how I felt about it, Ethan. And then, of course, in the fourth quarter, they did so. Um, they, they, there were some guys who were playing well through, throughout the game. Obviously, Tyler Hero was, you know, oh, I, I'm, when I say them not executing, I mean, like, overall as a team. Um, mm-hmm. Duncan Robinson, Kevin Love were missing wide open threes, you know throughout those first three quarters. And, you know, an ironic part of that is, of course, Duncan Robinson's first three that he makes is a very well-contested step-back three uh, with Shetty Osman guarding him. Uh, And, of course, that was, like, a big three that kind of... I can't believe if... Or I can't remember if that got them to like, a 10-point lead or still, like, an 8-point advantage, you know, it was, yeah. it allowed them to kind of pull away, like, yeah. you know, after that five-minute mark of the fourth, and I was just like, that, of course, he hits that one, I felt like, so, so, Duncan Robinson was Jr. Smith tonight, I had that thought, only made the contested step backs, um, yeah. but yeah, man, I, I just felt like, you know, that the fourth quarter wasn't that surprising to me, not just because Jimmy came alive, and if you've watched, like, any of the playoffs over the past couple years that's really how a lot of the heats playoff games have gone you know where they'll just jimmy may not have like the craziest game through the first three quarters but in the clutch you know he'll start to get guys on pump fakes um and and he'll really just open up his offense he had a triple double tonight you know because he was facilitating getting boards finding his place and then you know in the fourth he just he just did what jimmy buckets does um and and You know, obviously there were other guys who scored, but him really coming alive in that fourth quarter uh, was what orchestrated them um, winning that one and 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 pulling away. You know, and and causing pop even when there was still like a little bit of a chance to come back in the game, Ethan. With like Mm -hmm. around three minutes left, Pop was just like, "Screw this! Put in, put in Mamu, put in everybody because this is we're just it. It just is what it is tonight." Maybe there there might have been a couple guys who who would have been able to hit some shots like Devin and Wemby down the stretch, but I don't I don't really have confidence that we would have been able to get the defensive stops, especially with what I was saying um, about Jimmy. There, you know, he also had a nice lob to to Bam in the fourth quarter as well. So yeah. while he was you know doing most of his scoring in that quarter, um, he was facilitating as well. So. Yeah. yeah, that those were kind of my overall thoughts on it, Ethan. Um, give me give me yours.
1: Mine are pretty much the same as yours. Uh, competitive for the first three quarters, and Jimmy Butler and Miami Heat do what they do in the fourth quarter when it's time to execute and be the the veteran team that they are. Uh, my only note note that I kind of want to bring up now that I, di- I I didn't notice until about the third quarter was. So Bam Adebayo did, did what he does. He had 20 points, 10 for 14, efficient shooting. Like, There's not much we can do about that. Like, We just physically don't have the personnel to kind of keep him any more in check than what we did. Uh, but Tyler Hero having 24, 4 for 7, he's like the reason they were able to win each quarter by one point and stay with us in those first three quarters. And something I noticed was Devin Vassell was guarding Cody Martin, and Jeremy Sohan was guarding Jimmy Butler which left Julian Champagny guarding Tyler. And he's a full, tall, lengthy defender, but he's not nearly quick enough to stay with Tyler Hero. And all Tyler had to do was get him on his back, and it was wraps. Like, he was getting easy layups, easy floaters, mid-range jumpers, and then, of course, knocking down his three. Um, So, personally, I don't know any more than the coaching staff, obviously, but you know Jimmy Butler's not going to kill you in the first three quarters. So, I I move. Jeremy, to guard, Cody Martin, and then Devin Vassell try and check Tyler Hero because I feel like Devin Vassell has the athleticism and the quickness to kind of stay with him better than Julian and then let Julian take on the physical Jimmy Butler, at least for the first three quarters. Then if we need to switch it up come fourth quarter crunch time, so be it. But you kind of know that Jimmy's not looking for his shot in the first three quarters. So why we had our... No, I don't want to say weakest cause he's not Trey Jones might be weakest defender in the starting lineup, but
0: you know, what no, but saying. like our wing guy, cause that's who, that's who is going to guard. I it's- know he's a sh- two guard, but like Trey's not guarding Tyler hero.
1: Exactly. So I, I would have rather had had Devin Vassell on him. Um, maybe that would have made a difference, but same overall thoughts as you.
0: Yeah. Um, just to touch on what you just said there, you know, there were some possessions also where I saw Jeremy picking up Jimmy. That was kind of earlier in the first mm-hmm. quarter. Um, But still, at the end of the day, um, you know I understand. Like maybe starting with that because we have seen, you know, some solid defensive possessions, um, you know, individually from 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 Julian on some players that are better than him. Um, But with the way that he was shooting and the way that it started, I I, somebody other than it needed to not be Julian. Like like you said, whether it's whether it's Devin, whether it's Jeremy, whoever it was, like just after a certain point. It it, <laughs> mm-hmm. it couldn't yeah. be Julian. What I had written down, Julian Julian having trouble with Hero in rotations. I mean, there were a yep. couple times he got caught um, you know, in the pick and roll. Um, but there were just some other times where basically off the ball hero was just kind of schooling him.
1: I mean, Tyler Hero is a guard. I'm fine with with um Julian guarding the elite wing, the forwards, Jason Tatum, Jimmy Butler, LeBron James even, because he's like physical. He's not going to stop them, but he's not going to get out-quicked. He's getting out quick by Tyler Hero.
0: Yeah, that's for sure. Um, and I think now that you're saying that, now it's, I'm like, there's some maybe this is just me making this up. You can remind me. And as much as both of those games were losses, like you mentioned Tatum and I feel like I remember like some individual possessions very early in the game and they weren't throughout the entirety of the game. I'm not saying that Julian, you know, was was a defensive stopper. Yeah, Yeah. right, right, exactly. But I, there are some, like when you say that, like there are times I can remember him forcing Tatum to pass off or maybe forcing a miss or something for some reason that's popping in my head um, as you're saying that. But, You want to just hop into the game flow of this one? Let's do it. All right. So first quarter, 31 to 32. Um, I'll just read my notes and then dish it to you, Ethan. Mm -hmm. So obviously we were trading buckets. That was the first thing I had written down early in the quarter that happened. Not a ton of defense from either side um, in this quarter. We were leaving guys open for three, specifically Tyler Hero. He was really the main one that was executing. And if Kevin Love and Duncan Robinson were hitting their open threes to begin the game, we might have got down like 12 12 points or so at the least early. Um, But they weren't. Um, And that's the other reason why I wrote down that not the best intensity the whole quarter, but it also wasn't the worst I've ever seen. Um, But I think if we had a little bit more intensity on our rotations, um, I don't know if it was a part of the game plan to leave Kevin Love open. Um, That happened like a bunch of times from from Zach, but that doesn't feel like I know he didn't shoot well tonight, but that doesn't feel like to me something that we would necessarily have in the game plan, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, but I felt like if we had a little bit more intensity on our rotations, there were some times like we just mentioned where, where like Julian was just getting beat and I don't really think there was anything that he could do there. Um, not trying to make an excuse for him. I just think like when he's matched up with Tyler hero, that's just kind of what's going to happen. Um, but still there were other circumstances where I feel like we could have, if we were more intense on our rotations, we wouldn't have left as many wide open shooters like with Duncan and and with Kevin love. Shetty and Blake were playing hard. That's another thing I wrote down. Um, You know, Wemby only got like two shots early, but I also didn't feel like we didn't try. Like there was one possession early where Devin tried to set him up on a post-up and then they, they double teamed. And so we had to kind of abort Um, and that's just, you know, solid job by Eric Spolstra. That's another thing I wrote down. Spolstra was attacking our weaknesses just in the scouting report. I could see it from the jump a lot of times with the threes, you know, that's been a a theme for us this season that we've mentioned throughout so many post games that we've just, there's been some games where we just leave guys wide open. You know, obviously Tyler Hero was that guy tonight. And I already mentioned Duncan Robinson and Kevin Love, but they just didn't hit. And in a lot of those other games, like. One that pops out to me just as I'm thinking of it, and I know this was like the third or fourth game of the season, but still it applies to what I'm saying, is the Clippers game at the very beginning of the year, when we just got completely blown out Mm. that night. Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Russell Westbrook, whoever, uh, I think Bones Highland, is he still on the Clippers? I don't know. I know he yeah, was on the Nuggets before, but I feel like for some reason I'm thinking he might have got moved. Anyways, regardless, the point is those guys were hitting from three. You see what I'm saying? Like the whole <laughs> team was. So when the whole team is, that's when we get blown out. And tonight, we, we got a little lucky that it didn't really happen until the fourth quarter. And then obviously we, we lost the fourth quarter um, by double digits, if I'm getting this correctly. Yes, we did. Um but yeah, getting back to Wemby, you know, he only had two shots, but like I said, I felt like we tried. And the other thing that I did like is, even though he only had two shots, he made both of them. Um, but we didn't like. There were times where we could have decided to try to force feed him the ball, and that could have led to turnovers, especially against a team like Miami. Um, so, as much as maybe I would have liked to see him get like one or two more touches, um, I think that the reason that we didn't. Um, or when we didn't, sorry, you're, you, I heard your dog, and I just, you know, I was, it messed up my flow a little bit. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I muted myself no, too. You're good. You're good. <laughs> um, but the main point is, is I wasn't too mad at him not getting more touches because I feel like maybe if we would have force fed him the ball a little bit, uh, you know, and tried a little bit too much, that might have led to more turnovers and then a bigger gap. Um, and then we wouldn't have even had a chance in the fourth quarter
1: yeah i have a lot of the same notes we have to be thankful that the miami heat were really struggling from three-point land because we did leave them open quite often and i don't know if it was a part of the game plan i just think that we were we were slow in rotations and it doesn't help when our guys are getting beat one-on-one in situations by tyler hero by jimmy butler allowing them to kick out and miami you know what they do they rotate the ball kind of like the spurs used to uh, back in our heyday so shout out to them they they had a they had a good game plan um, I made a couple positive notes though, just to provide a little bit of variation. Devin as the role man with Wemby in a pick and roll situation. We saw that it worked. Um, we had a couple great cuts from Jeremy, one of which led to a slam kind of out of a weird situation where Wemby got double teamed at the three point line and he dished mm-hmm. it to Trey who was in the low block for some reason. And then Trey found the cutting Jeremy who slammed it. Um, so shout out to Jeremy for being aware and always being a good cutter. Um, We had a quick drop step from Wemby on a mismatch in the post. I like the this. It was rare for him to get a one-on-one situation in the post. You're right. The Heat were sending double teams pretty much on pass, not even on catch.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, Best to push him out of his comfort zone. Um, And he had a good game. He had 18 and 13. Like he's always going to get good stats on efficient shooting. Seven for 13, three for five from three. But all that being said, if you watched the game, it was clear that he was somewhat uncomfortable because of the physicality that Miami was giving him. And he just couldn't get the ball in the spots that he usually does. Um, so he was having to kind of operate. I don't want to say forcing it, but kind of have to you know, right. push his will, I guess, and, 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 and make his shot like make, create a shot for himself rather than get within the flow of the offense is what I'm trying to say. Um, i wrote tyler hero picking us apart Evan this shot he started one for five all of those five shots being um, jump shots but then he decided to be aggressive take it to the hole he immediately got an and one followed by another and one from kelton johnson so i was like great maybe these two the dynamic duo they're gonna attack the paint and get us back going in the right direction um sort of kind of correct for Devin didn't obviously pan out for Kelvin Johnson rest of the game. Uh, and then the last thing I wrote was thank God the refs didn't call travel on Zach Collins because we got a bank at the end of the quarter, uh, from Chetty Osman. He was playing great, uh, alongside Blake, who I felt was the only player pretty much the whole night that was really consciously pushing the pace, uh, in transition. Like he was really pushing the tempo, um, And obviously he he finished the game. Great. So my love for Blake Wesley continues to grow.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with what you just said there about Blake. I I maybe saw it a little bit from Devin, but really for the most part, I, 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 I completely agree with that. And and there were some times where I just wanted him to take off, but I'm sure that they're telling him, well, first of all, he's a point guard. So he's got to run the offense first. Um, but in, in the, the nature of tonight's game, like you said, uh, there were some times where I just wish like I, I almost just wanted him to take off, beat guys off the dribble with how fast he is. Cause he would just mm. get up the court so fast. Yep. Um, and there was one fast break early that I believe. Yeah, it was a give, or I don't know if that was on a fast break, but there was a give and go from Blake to, to Wemby that led to a second nice dunk. Quarter. Um, it was early and,
1: second quarter. It was Our first basket.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, but I think there might've even been another fast break that he kind of initiated, but man, you just see his speed Mm -hmm. and there were just times tonight. I, I felt like I wanted him to go to the rack, but I know that might've not resulted in the best possession at the same time.
1: I think it's clear that the coaching staff is telling him to pass pretty much 95% of the time, because Mm -hmm. when he, we were in, in, garbage time we'll talk about it later in the fourth quarter and he didn't have any of the real players playing with him he was taking it to the rack and he finished two for two both of those two shots being layups at the rim and he has Mm -hmm. the ability and the agility to kind of create his own shot and finish creatively Um, I just think that to save him and to save his turnovers they're telling him to just actively look for everybody else which I'm fine with honestly at this point
0: Yeah, I am too. Uh, We had some good comments here. Mark says Wesley just needs to work on his shooting and he will get more minutes. And then blah, blah, blah also said Wesley keeps getting six assists in like 15 minutes a game. Mm.
1: No, his vision's there. I mean, we saw it in like spurts last season. Not even flashes, spurts. And now that he's actually getting meaningful minutes, um, like my favorite pass from him tonight was when he was driving inside, hit with a little in and out. This was the fourth quarter and then dished it to the opposite corner for Julian Champagne hit a three and like as soon as he passed it he knew it was money because he just started like like swaggishly like walking away like he's like yeah Julian's got this that was too good of a dime for him to miss
0: there you go there you go Blake gotta find the little things Ethan and and that's definitely Blake Wesley I feel like is kind of that thing that we're able to kind of hold on in positivity at least over these past five games um and obviously you know we've been able to win some games here and there um but this five-game losing streak, I mean, I don't want to – I'm not trying to overreact to it because we're also just the team that we are at the same time, but um, he, it's been nice <laughs> to have him throughout all that. There's something that we can look to and be like, okay, for the future, this is something that's, that's good for the Spurs. Okay. Um, uh, sorry to interrupt you, but I just have to address this. Blah, blah, blah says the title of the video is versus magic, LOL. Right. I, I totally messed up. I just got those mixed up. We play the magic tomorrow. And yeah, I, I got excited about making the thumbnail, I think too. And we're not even going to do it. So I'm glad that it got out there. You know, y'all could see a little bit of the Wemby and Palo. I changed the uh, thumbnail before or later, and I thought I changed the title too, but I guess I didn't. I just went up to edit event during the stream and tried to change it. I don't know if it'll change because we were already live, but maybe it did. Y'all can tell me in the comments, but yeah, I, uh, I went and made a whole thumbnail, made a tweet and everything today. And, we, and I didn't realize it until like right before the game. Cause I was, you know, out running errands, doing whatever, you know, just doing stuff today. And, I know shame Ethan shame 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 shame. in good news in good news it did change so we're, we're we're back to the right game and the right Florida team in the east tonight but yeah. you know what's kind of funny about that is at the time that I did that not that this really matters but the heat and the magic had the exact same record so mm.
1: Florida teams play alike apparently this year
0: i guess this year yeah for the first <laughs> time in a long time except except the magic have never done anything like the heat <laughs> whatsoever
1: uh, again, um, dwight, my guy got up to the finals my, Dwight and <laughs> the jimmy butler before jimmy butler
0: who no oh, dwight you're right you're right <laughs> the finals. oh my gosh man um all right well we'll get to the second quarter i honestly i really didn't i didn't take like any notes in this quarter Mm. ethan that's just on me i wrote down keeping pace Mm. and considering it was 20 to 21 i'm actually not that mad at myself for just writing that down (laughs) you're good give me what you had
1: (laughs) i actually did have some notes for this one uh they're pretty specific so i apologize for those of you that didn't watch the game but um Blake and Wemby two-man game in transition looks nice. I think that's what you were alluding to. They had a back-and-forth, uh, a give-and-go, if you will, uh, that led to a Wemby dunk in transition. So I'm glad to see that their chemistry is building. Both teams continue to struggle from the three points, uh, three-point points, three line, which is kind of what kept us in the game because we continued to attack, and Miami just kept missing threes, um, which we did too, but even still. Uh, Devin changed his pace. He started attacking the rim. Continuously kind of helps him get to nineteen points tonight. Um, Jeremy had a couple great possessions on Jaime Hawkins Jr. was able to pick his pocket and that which led to a transition dunk. Um, and I wrote, we need to find easier shots for Wemby in the post. This is kind of alluding to what we talked about with the Heat game plan being to just push him out of his comfort zones. Um, unfortunately, it kind of worked. Uh, amazing defense from Wemby, where he was the double team help defender. From three point line, was able to basically guard three guys at the same time. Um, so glad to see that his energy and effort never dips, even when struggling offensively. Uh, the Devin pass to Wemby in, in full court was just absolutely bonkers. So for those of you, like you were saying, Jude, for those of you that think Devin Hayes Wemby, go watch this pass. It was insane. Led to an easy layup for Wemby on the other end. Um, there was a moment toward the end of the second quarter. Unbelievable ball movement, ball speed. We dissected the Heat's zone defense to perfection. It led to a corner three for Devin Vassell, and he bricked it. But I'm glad to see that we are capable of offensive execution to that level.
0: That is that is good to hear um, against a team like the Heat, Ethan. I just I just wish that it that it could have continued later. But at least we're seeing like little spurts of this, you know. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Um, shout out to Film Room it says Scary Terry makes the heat more competitive in the mm. East. I would I agree with so. that. I know they're th- they're three and seven in their last ten, but I think that kind of has to do with just kind of adjusting For to sure. to getting him. And also, this was Tyler Hero's first uh, game over twenty in like five games. So with him struggling, bringing in Terry, I can kind of mm-hmm. see how they were three and seven. Um but I wanted to make a little stopping point here, Ethan, at the halfway mark, because there's two players that I kinda want to talk about. Um one's Keldon, and right. it it really it really makes me sad, but I just I feel like we've been seeing this for a while. Um we had a comment earlier, Vainstain, he was talking about Keldon's defense. He said Keldon's so bad defensively. Right. Um I did see that a couple times, I'm not gonna lie. And and, you know, I I think I might have saw like a good contest in there, too. But there were some times where he was just giving guys too much space. Like he gave Jimmy both of those wide open threes. And I understand that a little bit more because, um, I mean, really, if it's not like well, the, the problem is it was in the fourth quarter. <laughs> that's the, that's the main that's the main issue with that. And then also we've just seen um, I mean, we've seen. We've seen Jim, like even though Jimmy's not the greatest three point shooter per- percentage percentage wise in the clutch and like in all of his playoff runs, we've seen him go off from three at times when teams do exactly that. Um, I know you still got to have a game plan of some sort, but there were even some other guys where, where he got away with not, you know, not having enough pressure on the contest, if you will, or really having ball pressure before the shot either um, where, where guys were missing open ones like we alluded to earlier. Um so that was tough but really the main thing for me was the offense. Um cuz you know with with I love Keldon. Like I want Keldon to put it together. If you guys watched um the most recent podcast that we did where we broke down everybody in the midseason, we made clips for it. I put all of them up there. Check them out if you haven't. Um you know, I feel like when Keldon puts all of his skills together and is controlled, like he can be a really good player. He can be a a 20 point per game scorer who's a physical presence. Um and, and, and just impacts the game and brings energy. But recently over these past, I don't even know how long it's been, Ethan, but it feels like he's had a really almost long, rough stretch, stretch of games here. Maybe I need to pull up his game log, you know, to, to fully confirm that. Um, But regardless, tonight was a rough one. And specifically from three, that's where I've really been noticing him struggling kind of over this stretch, if you will.
1: You're not wrong. I've seen it too, offensively especially. However, the last four games, he's had 14 to 21 points, shooting 66, 40, and 33% from three. So the last few games, he's actually been playing well. But you're right, he's susceptible to these just absolute stinkers. Like, he's got... I'm just looking at his score. And share. you know, I didn't
0: watch the the two the oh, two games, good. the back to back last week. I'm remembering that too. So
1: wasn't wasn't trying to call you out. I was just just looking at the numbers and uh, like he he has for every ten to twenty point game, he's got a five, a seven, an eight. Another five um, on on inefficient shooting. So I don't know what the fix is. I feel bad for him because he's just constantly having to learn a new role and a new position. Playing with new players, like I don't think he's had two seasons in a row with continuity as far as his role. So uh, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. I, th- I still think he's a capable scorer. I
0: mean, he's still getting sixteen to seventeen. He's twenty-four. A game. As much as he's the most, it, it, it's he's amplified on this mm-hmm. team because of his experience. You know what I mean? And then you have yeah. other players who have, you know, who are his age who have ascended. But like, not everybody's trajectory is the same. You mm-hmm. know. I can't think of an example off the top of my head, but you know what I'm talking about. There are some guys sure. who find it, you know, maybe they unlock something at 26. You know what I mean?
1: Absolutely. And and honestly, if we're looking at this from what he's being paid and down the line, if right. everyone else elevates to the level we think they are, where Victor Victor is an all-star MVP candidate, all those things, Devin Vassell, possibly an all-star, the second best player, We have another lottery pick coming soon. We still have Jeremy Sohan. If they all elevate to where they should be, and Keldon settles in at a 15 to 18 points a game guy on this contract, I'm fine with that. Yeah, And, And if that's his ceiling, that's his ceiling, and I can live with that. I just think right now, because, like you said, he's the elder statesman, we're losing these games, and he's having rough nights. It's just put in a spotlight and I don't want to create excuses for him, but long term I think I think he's gonna be all right.
0: Yeah. You don't want to make excuses, but at the same time, you also want to look at the full context of the situation. And yeah. and when you were mentioning those numbers, I didn't I didn't think you were calling me out. I was just kind of reminded myself, mm-hmm. it's like, Oh yeah, that's right. I worked Friday and then we didn't do Saturday. So I didn't watch those two games. Yeah. So those are two that I forgot. So the games that I've watched recently, that's what it's felt like, or that we've done post games for, that's kind of what it's mm-hmm. what it's felt like. Um, but yeah, here's what here's what Mark says. He says he started as a bulldozing forward, then became a small ball four, then became a catch and shoot guy, and then this year is playing a six man. That's a that's yeah. a really good way to put it. And it's crazy because when you look at the stats uh, last season, you know he just started on fire from three. Um, and still ended the season at 39%, even with that drop-off. You remember that from last season, mm-hmm. Ethan. Um, so yeah, I'm not out on Keldon yet, but but this is another ge- This is one of those games though, where if if he can find his shots more, you know what I mean? And and he was he was playing hard in the fourth quarter. I saw him make some plays. He had some tip ins. Um he had six boards tonight as well. Um, it wasn't like he wasn't giving effort. I just felt like he wasn't able to find his place in the flow of the offense off the bench. Um, Mm -hmm. And even if you get 15 from him tonight, you know, or just 14, you double the seven, like it's a different game. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? For sure. For sure.
1: It was a rough one. Absolutely. He can't go over four from three.
0: You like this comment, Ethan? No. No. I love this one. This is from Film Room. He says, "Wemby already better than Bum out of Bummo.
1: I love my guy Bam. I'll, ne- I'll never talk crap on Bam.
0: I do. I love Bam too. But you know, when I compare him to Wemby, there's just no comparison.
1: Back in the day, when I thought we were still building around DJ, ideal, <laughs> Jante, steal Jalen Brown, and then sign Bam, <laughs> uh, and that's the big three defensive minded.
0: Yeah, but never mind. That that dream's long gone. <laughs> Well, speaking of DeJounte, he's out for tomorrow's game and there's a bunch of trade rumors swirling around him. So it'll be interesting to see if he ends up getting moved. And speaking of former Spurs, while we're on it, before we get into the second half, Ethan, I had another thought about Jaime Jaquez Jr. tonight. Mm -hmm. He's like an accelerated Derek White for the Heat. Mm. Like he's, you know, obviously he's a forward. He's bigger than Derek. But like, you know, a four year player coming out of college and just coming in you know not the most count. right not the most crazy athletic guy but just makes the right plays executes he's a basketball player very skilled you know what i mean um yeah. and yeah i had that i had that thought about him tonight he's a great addition to this heat team yeah but you ready to get into this third quarter let's do it all right so the spurs lost this one once again you know a one point quarter just like all the rest of the quarters except for the fourth um, this one was 26 to 25. We actually won this one. I got this yeah. wrong. Um, so, yeah, this is the one quarter that we won. Uh, Wemby was on fire from three early. He hit both of those tough ones, uh, that six, six points early. But then Bam responded. He was cooking, too. So as much as we just read that comment, I, I got to admit, he, he played pretty well tonight. Um, Terry's first three of the game, he hit that in the third quarter as well. And that was another thing I noticed. I was like, man, when, when Terry and jimmy start hitting that was a thought i had at halftime i was like or if they do Mm. we're gonna have issues and Mm -hmm. you kind of started to see that a little bit even though we won this quarter um you saw you saw terry hit some shots in the fourth um tyler hero was still going off from three as i wrote uh, this is another theme that we've already been talking about midway through i wrote down we're just trading baskets again obviously with it being a one point quarter that's kind of what it was no answer for hero oh and we haven't even mentioned this ethan we, we haven't mentioned this. Jeremy freaking simultaneously head kicked an elderly man, um, ate popcorn, then gave him a kiss on the head, uh, and then ran back on the court <laughs> after after hustling uh, to go try to get... Um, ball was flying out of bounds. He was trying to get it back in. It didn't work out. But when I, they, they panned to him, and immediately he was like, sorry, sorry you know what i mean i saw him saying that because he just head kicked the dude um but then and i was just laughing i thought it was i was like oh this man jeremy and then i see him just grab the popcorn that's like spilled everywhere he just grabs a handful of it and eats it And i was like regardless of this game and regardless of you know maybe his struggles sometimes this was another game for him where i mean i still didn't think this was like a terrible game for him he just wasn't able to really assert himself um but at the same time like that, that what i was going to say is this that kind of made me feel good uh in in this season ethan
1: yeah i like what mark just said the rodman moment and that will honestly live in history for jeremy sohan if he has a great career like we think he will have there will be a jeremy sohan funny moments compilation on youtube and that will probably be one of the first
0: clips for sure for sure. Mark put it great. And Illuminati Gaming and Sports, I appreciate you, my guy. He gave us a super chat. He says, here are a couple bucks for always entertaining. Toronto won tonight, by the way. I saw his comment earlier, um, and that's a big thing. We want Toronto to win because we want them to stay out of the top eight of the lottery so we can have two first-round picks. So that is huge, and uh, I'm not going to lie. You know, that that kind of is becoming the more important thing uh, Storyline, yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah, to pay attention to for the Spurs right now. You are not wrong. Uh, If we can get that pick, then things are looking up in San Antonio. Uh, Was that it for you in your third quarter moments, dude? I don't want to cut you off. Uh,
0: Let me see. Um, oh, this is the last thing. Just one last thing, and this was actually really important, and this was key to us winning this quarter. So we went down seven, and this was probably the best moment of the game. Honestly, like this was Mm -hmm. my favorite thing to watch. We went down seventy-eight to seventy-one. Um, and I can't remember if we tied it or what it was, but at -hmm. the end of the quarter, we finished strong and, and we went on a little mini run that kept us in it where I felt like if we didn't go on that mini run and, and didn't respond there, you know, what happened in the fourth quarter could have started a little bit earlier. And that also Mm -hmm. consisted of Malachi Branham being out there and hitting a corner three. If I remember correctly,
1: it did, it did. Uh, I think Devin hit a three followed by Malachi hitting a three and that whole lineup, it was weird. It was Malachi, Devin, I think Keldon, Zach, and who was the fourth guy? I guess Jeremy. I can't remember exactly. I might've gotten that wrong, but either way the backcourt with Malachi and Devin initially was very good. And uh, the third quarter in general, it kind of like we started hot plateaued and then finished hot. Um, So we got to work on that consistency thing, which has been a theme all year, but Wemby, he he did hit his first two threes but he cannot hesitate to shoot the ones he gets wide open right after that he passed up on like three more right after those first two that were like wide open off of pick and pop situations and he just unselfishly went to a dribble handoff or decided to take a couple steps and look for the open man and sean was like no no take that take those shots like you're hitting them i don't know i don't understand why it was i guess just getting too unselfish, but he needs to be a little bit more assertive, especially when he's having difficulty getting shots down low and in in his comfort zones. Um, Devin Vassell continued to attack in that third quarter. That's his three point shot Um, was struggling all night long. Let's see. Great shovel pass from Wemby to Sohan off of like a, a weird double team. I don't even know Mm -hmm. how he fit it through, but he was going baseline. Um, Wemby continuing to show off his passing skills. I wrote Julian struggling with Tyler. Why can't we let Dev guard him? Question uh, mark. We already discussed that. Trey was doing a wonderful job all night long keeping Miami's defense off, of, off rhythm. Um, he was able to get a lot of easy baskets inside just because the defense thought he was going to dish it off to Wemby or kick it out to the corner. And he was able to get wide open uncontested layups. And he actually had 19 points tonight with six assists on seven for 11 shooting. So he deserves his flowers as well. Wemby looked gassed with four minutes left in the third quarter. We had to sub him out for Zach. But, I mean, he he missed a three that he took late in the game because his legs just weren't under him. And Sean said it too. He was like, yeah, he needs to get subbed out. He needs, he needs a quick breather. Uh, he doesn't have his legs under him right now. I wrote this question. and It's it's really just a funny comment, so we don't need to discuss it because we'd go way too long on it. But Got you. It, is Zach Collins the new Trey Lyles? Because remember how great Trey Lyles played that one year that he just came in and we were like he's the future four and then the next season he was a starting four we were all excited and he played literally he literally played himself off the team like he became unplayable um, and I don't want to disrespect Zach too much he had a couple of nice shots he's not like, on that nice level players. but yeah he's I get not what you're that saying. bad yet but he missed a couple threes in a row I think and I was just like man is he the new Trey Lyles um, defensive <sighs> intensity. And ball movement was great at the end of the quarter, led to that run that you alluded to.
0: Yeah, you know, I I kind of jumped into this third quarter, Ethan, with forgetting something else that I wanted to talk about at halftime. It wasn't just Kelvin. It was it was Zach. Um, mm-hmm. And there was a comment earlier from our guy, blah, blah, blah. Well, here, I want to I want to mention this one just because I'm up here. I felt like this was a good comment from him, too. He said Miami was just good today defensively. I think they really surprised our guys by hanging in with every possession and just being there to make it difficult. Mm. And I thought that was a really good point because you know when teams are playing a ten and forty one squad now, like they there are there's times where we catch teams slipping because they don't, you know what I mean? They just don't Yeah. They're not as intense against us, understandably. But with the heat culture and spolstra, I I thought this was a really good point that I that Mm -hmm. I also saw tonight. But this was the other comment I wanted to bring up. I want to believe the Spurs extended Zach Collins because they want to tank without having to do anything, but let Zach play for 20 minutes a game. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I, you know, if you look at the stat sheet, it doesn't look that terrible. I did like some of the rebounds he had. He did mm-hmm. hit some mid-range jumpers tonight. Um, I We've definitely seen worse games from him. Mm-hmm
1: he's just lost confidence honestly Jude like he needs to refine that confidence and that physicality he needs to get into a fight like there were a couple moments tonight where he just got the ball picked out off like by Kevin Love after trying to post him up and like you could just see his body language he was like are you serious like I literally just got picked by an old like a geriatric guy who's three inches shorter than me like he just needs to refine who he is
0: yeah it's tough um Cause you see like little flashes of it, but like, w- did, uh, let me pull up the box score here. Like he had three assists tonight, but I don't even really remember any of them. And I don't see him like kind of as that hub at the elbow that we saw at the beginning of the year. You know, I'm a just not
1: early, but it wasn't a go-to emphasis. And it, and it honestly it was hard because of the zone defense too.
0: It ties into what you're saying though. Like he's just not confident or in rhythm mm-hmm. or in flow right now. That's really the bottom line. Agreed. Um, We'll talk about something else at the very end before we wrap up. But let's get to the fourth quarter. 38-27, um, to 27, Jimmy Butler decided, it's my time. Uh, let's go win this game, turn up, and put these guys in their place. That's exactly mm-hmm. what they did. Um, I'll, I'll dish it to you to start notes for this one, Ethan.
1: Loss of focus and intensity mixed in with Jimmy Butler doing what he does the heat not giving up any points. Uh, we weren't able to get extra possessions. We we stopped feeding Wemby in basically every part of the court. Um, could not get him the ball. I don't think it was a conscious decision, but we definitely just it, it wasn't finding him.
0: Heat's defense um, is what I'd say
1: for sure. Part of it. One thing I want to say though is like we don't have to drive on catch every single time like the amount of times we had somebody open but we just like as soon as we catch the ball along the perimeter it's pump fake drive pump fake drive like it's too formulaic like we're not making decisions out there it it feels like we're just going through the motions at times like and we're getting into each other's way because of p- spacing issues so like just everybody's to settle down be patient and make the right play that doesn't always mean drive um Can't get an extra possession heater executing and Blake is giving it his all at the end of the game. Shout out to him.
0: For sure. For sure. Um, That last group, I got to give them a little bit of credit because they actually for a second made me think, wait, Will we like maybe force them to put the starters back in Um, when we cut it to 10 with like a little bit over a minute? And yeah, we had we had some opportunities, even if Blake ended up hitting like the and one where he got the free throws where he unfortunately missed both. Um, But if he hit that one, that would have cut it to six, made it a two possession game with around 50 seconds left. Um, But yeah. Being the youngest team in the league, as Illuminati Gaming and Sports says, yeah. the Spurs lacked court vision and awareness. There were a couple Trey turnovers in the fourth quarter too, man, that were tough. Yeah. Um, there was one with the shot clock. There was another where he passed it, you know, just directly to Bam. Um, you know, but you know, you mentioned him earlier in his defense. You know, for for Terry, I got to give Trey a little bit of credit, mm-hmm. even if it wasn't necessarily like ball pressure, you know, or clamping him down to do a nut like he, you got to give him some credit for terry Rozier not scoring that much through, mm-hmm. through the first three quarters of the game so i do got to give him credit there um if i'm going to criticize him mm-hmm. uh here's i didn't have too much written down leaving people open again Keldon struggling from three as of late we talked about that already fourth quarter run with jimmy finally turning up couple turnovers from trey rough fourth quarter overall zach was in foul trouble he had five fouls tonight as well that's another thing to probably add to the frustration um and then i wrote down the bench unit fought Mm. at the end but that's really it
1: that's all i have man rough game tough one to watch especially with the way that fourth quarter went
0: but you know what ethan we're not gonna end it on that you know why why because the austin spurs one in blowout fashion tonight against the Green Bo- Borough, Gr- Blah, Greensboro Swarm, the Charlotte Hornets affiliate. So, this is this is giant. This is massive. Okay, now let me stop. In all seriousness, this though, guys, uh, a good game from from our boy Don Barlow. You know, in light of what we were talking about with Zach, I know that's a conversation that we'll continue to have. Um, and I'm not even necessarily bringing it up. Just to address that, I'm more to bring it up just to, because one, it was a tough game tonight, and this was a good win, and also to just scout our two-way guys as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So, Dominic Barlow with another, you know, typical G League performance, 22 points, hit a three tonight, had 12 boards, three blocks, a steal, two assists, David Duke Jr., 12 boards tonight I think that is a high at least on the Austin Spurs on the rebounding for him also had 19 with a steal and four assists as well that's nice to see Serge Ibari Rice I know he's not a two-way guy anymore but seven assists for him tonight so that's that's pretty solid to see some playmaking there um and then Mamadi Diakite 16 and 9 Ethan he's uh he's him
1: he is he do be him.
0: He's yeah, um
1: They're all him. It's the Austin Spurs.
0: That that is true, but I'm trying to think of a good comparison for, for Dia Kite off the bench. I hmm.
1: gotta think of somebody with a weird name. Coloco. Christian Coloco. <laughs> he's a guy you know who he is? Yeah. Who's the dude that we had in the team that did not play? He's
0: Bettyako. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's Betty Aco. <laughs> no, who's, who's, the? Who's the yeah, who's the guy we cut that like never showed up? ever he played he wore number 92
0: oh kem birch
1: he's kem birch (laughs) but if kem birch played
0: and was 24 Mm -hmm. exactly so shut down amari bailey though that's a i think he's a i don't know if he was he wasn't a first round pick he was a second round pick i'm pretty sure yeah um but yeah i mean mainly shout out to dom that's really good to see and uh you know if if he keeps doing his thing and and things keep going with Zach this way. Maybe it's not this season, but it, it really feels like it's trending that way for the future that, that he's probably going to be who we have off the bench, unless we just don't resign him this off season. Cause technically uh, Barlow is a free agent.
1: Hmm. I think we'll bring him back.
0: I think so too. I think so too. Going to bring up some comments just before we wrap up here, Ethan, cause I see some other ones. Um, Illuminati says at the end of the season would like to see a, a lineup of Wemby at center and Barlow at power forward. We got to see that for like one possession because Dom had to shoot free throws and then they took it away from us. I'm yeah. mad. Uh, and then never forget, never forget G league all-star Dom. Hell yeah. <laughs> I know we got to go Ethan, but I just got to say when I read these all-star previews and it's like the San Antonio Spurs will be well-represented at all-star weekend Victor Wembenyama will, will participate in the Rising Stars game and, and was just off of making his All-Star appearance. Also, mm-hmm. Dominic Barlow will be playing in the G League next game. Damn right. And I'm just like, I wish that we could go back in time and enter like one of our own live streams as ourselves, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. just be like, hey guys, there's going to be two representatives at the All-Star game for the Spurs mm. this season. Look at this. I got the balloons again. <laughs> okay bro bro, you know what's funny though i've been watching other podcasts and it happens to them too like when we get the thumbs up thing from time to time bro it, it, it's just like an apple thing and i don't know how it happens but i was watching a podcast that like i don't they don't run through restream but they run through stream even and and bro the balloons came up just like that and i felt so good because i was like I was just happy that like I wasn't the only one that it happened.
1: To. Dude, I've never laughed that hard. Oh my god! Is this the way you say? It? I got the balloons again.
0: <laughs> it's just they just come out of nowhere. I put up peace, and then it's like I put up peace again, and then it's not. It's it's not like it's an indicator. They just show yeah. up when they want to. um I don't even know what I was talking about now. I don't know either, dude. I don't know. <laughs> I think that's a good way to wrap it up. I think I was talking about Dom. It was Dom. It was that we need to go in to our past stream time traveling and tell them that. No context. And I think that would be pretty funny. Cause then what if we were like, is Dom an All-Star? <laughs> mm, that's that, what would I would be have that would be awesome. About. But no. Anyways, we appreciate you guys hanging out with us tonight. Um I wish I had more, like, in-depth analysis for this one, but, I mean, the Heat are just better than us. They're a championship experience team, and it just really felt like what happened in the fourth quarter was inevitable all night. I hate to be in that state, but now that we're here at 10-41, and 41, Ethan, unfortunately, I think just like last season, as the rest of the season goes on, we're, we're kind of going to be repeating ourselves and, and mm, maybe seeing yeah. a lot of this type of stuff, unfortunately. Get ready, fans. <laughs> <laughs> We appreciate all of y'all for being in here, though, tonight. And anybody who sends a super chat like uh, Illuminati tonight, we truly appreciate that. And if you want to support the show by repping some gear, you can go check out our merch site. Scan this QR code. We've got the link in the description as well as in our channel description as well. We appreciate you guys so much. Uh, And if you want to support the channel, hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Follow us on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it, at SSPN on YT. And we'll catch you guys in the next one.